Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre oh, Podcast. Hello. My name is Mark. That voice you just heard is <coughs> Nick's jersey-clad Miles. Hello, Miles. Go, Nick's. How are the Knicks doing? It's the off-season, so they're undefeated, baby. Nice. <laughs> Love to hear it. I don't know what that means. We're also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. Jackie, how do you feel about... Uh, how are the Knicks looking in the off-season? They're undefeated, baby. Nice. The three I th- of us... I, th- I think it just means that they're not playing anybody right now. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just goofing around. I know the bare minimum about sports. I don't know who's who's bare minimum. We read a baseball game yesterday, but anyway, this is not about that. This is a podcast about anime, one anime only, and that is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. However, and all the other anime we also watch. All the other anime we watch because JoJo's is on hiatus. It is coming back pretty soon. I think the beginning of September 1st uh, of this year, 2022. Anno Domine. Uh, but right now, we're watching other stuff that has been uh, picked by our supporters on Patreon or by us and our own egos. This week... I have a question. What's up? Do you think if you're a JoJo fan, uh huh, are you more excited about the return of JoJo's or dreading the return of school? <laughs> Interesting. Me personally dreading the return of school if I were that age. Yeah, me too. I like when school starts. But maybe these days, like, <laughs> more and more kids, I think, like anime. So maybe you're excited you could go back to school and talk about the anime mm. with all the other kids. Mm. Mm. Listeners who are in school, stop listening because we're going to make do your homework. disgusting jokes and you shouldn't listen. And yeah, do your it's homework. It's the off-season, baby. Read a book. <laughs> it is the off-season. And you're, <laughs> you're a straight-A student right now. You're undefeated. Exactly. <laughs> Listener. Uh, so this week we watched Sword of the Stranger, a feature film, an anime feature film from 2007, written and directed and animated, all that stuff, produced by Bones, a studio. What was the, the stranger joke you made last week? Uh, if you the, the stranger is supposedly a maneuver where you sit on your hand until it falls asleep and then you jerk off oh, with it. no. So it feels like someone else is doing it. I don't know if that works and... I'm pretty sure you can't feel a sword, so yeah, I don't know. Um, All right. But before we talk about Sword of the Stranger and other other techniques, <laughs> we need to first check in with messages of the friends. <laughs> what I mean by that is we're going to listen to emails. We're going to listen to them mm-hmm. after someone else reads them out loud. Uh, emails are sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Jackie's making eye contact with me and I feel stupid. Sorry. Because my mouth just did a bunch of tilts and tumbles. I was mostly zoning out. That's fine. <laughs> just one email this week, and it is from Chad. The subject line is Swords and Strangers. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Here are some voice connections I found for Sword of the Stranger. Seemingly Caucasian Asian Luo Lang is voiced by Koichi Yamadera. Oh. He doesn't have any JoJo connections, but... But his name is Koichi. His name is Koichi, and he voiced uh, Spike and Ayn from Cowboy Bebop. Mm. What? And was Kaji from the EVA series. Uh, the archer, Jirota, is voiced by Mamoru Miyano, who also wasn't in JoJo, but did voice Light Yagami from Death Note. Mm. The lancer, Shogen Itadori, is voiced by Akio Otsuka, who voiced Wamu or Wham from jojo's and uh me personally that's a, that's a voice actor i'll recognize anywhere baby i heard him and i said i've heard seth from street fighter 4 one bajillion times that's absolutely that guy the characters jean hai and lord akaike are both voiced by the late unsho ishizuka who voiced all the tv series appearances of old joseph huo cho is voiced by katsuhika hoki who also voiced uh the late Morio, police officer, and part four Jojo grandpa, Yohei Higashikata. I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Yeah, there's Chad, there's thanks. Great old men voice actors in this movie. Some good, good old dude voices. But still, before we talk about Sword of the Stranger, we have to talk about something else, and that is Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support us, the show. For as low as $1 a month, a price that some might say is a mistake. 
But that is the price we've decided, and uh, $1 a month gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional cut content or extra audiovisual project that I thought of, and Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter called Was That a Reference To? And it talks about all the things we make reference to that probably have nothing to do with JoJo. That's, it's quite a leap now that I think about it. It's really out there. For $3 a month, you get the same thing, but we also will thank you out loud on the podcast like this. So thank you to Hentai Homie. Brian. Mmm. Nombre no digas. Daniel. Dalton. Madison Joestar. Soliloquy. Ken Barron. Kassoon. Lord Zendar. Aaron. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. And Camilla. Woo. Thanks. Hooray, we did Thanks, it. Thanks, everyone. We got through the list. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for playing my game. What is that from? Is that Mario 64? I don't know. I was about to ask. Shit. It's definitely a Mario game. Listeners, write in to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com or support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash jjbpod, and tell me where Mario says, thank you so much for playing my game. (laughs) I would tell you about the uh, higher tier of Patreon where you can make us watch an anime, but it is closed. We have a full itinerary before JoJo comes back. So get ready to enjoy our takes on all animes and then JoJo. In our list of like upcoming plans, I wrote uh, September 1st, JoJo's is back. Fuck all other anime. So, you know, we'll be back in at feet first. So this week we watched Sword of the Stranger, uh, which is from 2007. Again, it is by Bones, who's done a lot of stuff, including My Hero Academia. Uh, I believe they did Eureka 7, Razafon, an anime that's been coming up way too often lately. Uh, they've done a lot of different things. Um, the writer and director have also uh, been pretty accomplished. In fact, the director, Fumihiko Takayama, directed... <laughs> A animated Wizard of Oz adaptation from 1982, which I am now fascinated by. <laughs> I need to at least see a, see a trailer for. And yeah, this is an original work, but it is very much a Jidai Geki or Chambara movie, meaning it's about samurai action fights and about uh, feudal Japan, specifically the Sengoku Warring States era matters. Uh, it is also very bloody. I wish someone kept a body count. <laughs> because uh, outside of movies that have like bombs going off and mass death scenarios, there's a lot of dead people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Miles, why don't you tell us why you picked this uh, this movie? I think I saw it. I, I had seen it before around, I mean, closer to when it came out, obviously. Um, my brother showed it to me and I remember really, really liking it. Uh, and sometimes I like go back and watch the big sword fight because i don't i i really don't think i've seen a better like sword fight in anime Mm -hmm. uh, other than that last one um although i am making it through demon slayer and maybe that will top it at some point uh but i just remember really liking it and i wanted to like relive it yeah it's um it has like a beautiful soundtrack but you could easily just put metal over half of this movie and it would make complete sense (laughs) (laughs) I was I noticed that this time around. I was like, I, I think it's kind of samey the soundtrack, but I like the like the thing that it does. The soundtrack reminds me of like Disney or something. It does, right? I'm it trying reminds to... me of Hercules. I can go the distance. I there's no vocals or anything, by the way, listeners. Don't picture that someone was singing like uplifting lyrics behind it, but it has like a flute that's very prominent. Mm-hmm. It's very Asia esque. I don't know what what to call it. Not arabesque, but Asian y. But it feels, I'm trying to think, there's some, like, I think it's a live-action movie from the West, an American movie, that ha- it's, like, super reminiscent of this soundtrack. I don't remember what it was. But it is funny how emotional it is while, like, guys are losing arms and, like, a geyser of blood is shooting out of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But somehow none of the violence was like upsetting in a way either. I don't know if it's because the blood wasn't super thick. It all just looked cool. It just, everyone was having fun. <laughs> I think it was the character. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was, it happened to people you didn't give a shit about. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's definitely part of it. And and the people that we did like, or yeah, were like, supposed to they, like. They would get hurt, but they were fine. Well, I, a lot of people died. And I think even the people but who the, died, the people I was that like. we liked. No, there were some people I liked that are dead. But, oh, who'd you but like But they died, died honorable deaths. I liked the, I don't know if he was a shogun or whatever. The guy who overthrew his lord. Itadori. Itadori and and Jutara, what's his name? Jurota. It's so funny. He immediately, he's like, hey, I get to date the princess when this is over. And he's like, deal. And then immediately a woman, like an axe boomerang, hits him in the back of the head and he's dead. Almost immediately. He Mm -hmm. looks cool for like a second. Uh, that whole fight is really funny that way. Yeah, I like I like the ending fight. I I normally you know you know me you listeners of this podcast you know me I'm not like a I'm not big on action you know it doesn't usually excite me but I really like the action and so so basically like you can show this movie I think to someone who normally does not give a shit about action because the story is good and then the the like actual I don't know. There's like the choreography of the fight and stuff. It it all just looks really cool and it's like exciting. And to me, like it kept me uh, paying attention. And it moves really fast. People it are does. losing arms and dying and blood's gushing out and it's cool. It's also, I think that you prefer, and I understand why, person on person, because you can still see their personality. You can see the little tricks. I don't think That's you care true. when it's like a big robot shooting missiles at other robots. Even if it's like they're doing cool maneuvers, you don't really care. Maybe if the robots were doing a had a sword fight or something. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> now, listeners, <laughs> Gundam experts, tell us what what Gundam movies have swords. I feel like we've seen them all, and I'm not. No, I don't know. No, we haven't. Because they're more G Gundam would have been for you, because they all have like their own little weird racist personality. They're not racist, okay? They they're they're proud. Is that isn't that the one that we saw that I liked? We we saw three episodes of it. You did like it. I yeah. think we all liked it. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> and, and my friend who's like a big Gundam fan, uh, Felix, who's mostly a fan of like Iron-Blooded Orphans and some of the more modern stuff. When I told him we were watching G Gundam, I, I don't know if I've said this in the pod, but he just kind of went, you might like it. Like that. <laughs> like you might like very it. Very side eye. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> He's like, it's okay. You might like it. though. And I was like, yep, I do like it. <laughs> He's finally watching Jojo, by the way. Ooh, I have to make yeah. him we, show up for this pod. We can finally. get him on the show. Yeah. Miles, you said that you you had trouble watching it on Funimation. You ended up watching it on some dark web link, right? <laughs> I don't think it was that dark. It was like Did you, nothing you, happened. Was to it me. in English or Japanese? Japanese. What happened okay, on Funimation? So you actually looked. So Funimation, we we do have the premium for that. Uh, it only has the dub, and. Even then, we have like a fucking dehumidifier going in our basement, so we wanted to put on English subtitles, and they weren't synced up. So yeah. I said, "Fuck this," and I uh, jumped into the dark, the dark pit, and came back with a Japanese proper version that actually looked better than the Funimation scan. Somehow, what's up, Funimation? Hell yeah. Now I'm glad friendship ended with Funimation. Crunchyroll is our favorite stream now. <laughs> Uh, be- and because you know what, fine, sink into the the crunchy roll pool. You 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 uh, you failed me, Funimation, for the last. It's time. kind of surprising because I feel like this movie has had like no legacy. Like no one thinks about it. It's I don't a shame. Know, have you guys too, heard of it? it? It won some awards. I had never, I heard, never of it. heard of it. It was submitted to be a nominee for best animated film of that year in the Oscars, but it was not selected. Mm. Yeah, which is strange because it is extremely good. I really enjoyed this. And uh, I'm glad we didn't watch the dub. I don't know what they did to handle it, but the Japanese version is in Chinese and Japanese. They speak Chinese when they're just speaking to each other, but actually, no, they speak Chinese like when it's like a mixed audience, I think. Yes. Mm. When they're speaking to the Japanese characters to highlight the fact that they don't understand each other, they speak, I think, Mandarin. Um, But I don't get why they don't do it through i guess i don't know i guess i understand why they switched to japanese yeah you know if you have a native audience and you don't want them to be alienated or you don't want to you know you want them to understand the emotions then like you're going to want them to speak the language that the audience speaks natively and also the voice actors probably couldn't learn all the chinese in that time although for all i know they hired different people i don't i don't know 
Yeah. I was just thinking, like, it's so weird to imagine an audience that's like, I don't want to read subtitles when it's like the whole genre is something I consume with subtitles. I, I yeah. wonder if, I wonder if they do something like when they're, when they're normal, like they're speaking, they're supposed to be speaking Mandarin, but for the audience, they're speaking Japanese. I wonder if they give like, if they, if they give them like an accent or something, I don't know if there's like an accent that you can, or like, you know, like. Like some way to to show like when they're speaking that oh they're actually speaking Chinese because they do that in in other movies right where like you'll have somebody speaking French or something and then like it switches to English but they still have a French accent or whatever or there'll be certain like like uh, cinematography things that hint like okay now we're in fake English yeah. language land even though this movie should be in some other language yeah or if it's not an accent sometimes it's like the words that they use or something or like little a little off i don't know um it was a little hard for me to follow basically the all the the guys that weren't the uh the boy and his dog and the stranger and like that that storyline i got but then i was like wait who are all these other people wait are they speaking chinese are they speaking japanese uh it's, I it, and it's very political and yeah i feel like it, it is could, su- Go ahead. Confusing. Okay. It is confusing. It's confusing, like, what they're doing. <laughs> it took a while for me, like, cause I, they don't, I think they don't really tell you anything until, like, I don't know when, like, halfway through the movie. It's like, okay, they're going after the boy for this reason. I didn't realize that there was, like, a second group that was, I actually don't know. Miles, maybe you can explain it to me. The group that, um, that they were wearing, like, the straw capes and they attacked the, I guess, Chinese people. Like in the beginning? At the very beginning. And at the end, there's people all over that are that are attacking Chinese people. Well, at the end, when they attack the fortress. At the beginning, it's just like random like bandits, basically, who think they're easy prey, and then they all get murdered. At the end, okay. that's um, the, the Lord's army, basically. Yeah, so there's, there's like four parties. Well, five if you include the no name and, and the boy, but there's like four parties here. Because okay. I read the Wikipedia synopsis, which I thought was pretty helpful. It leaves okay. out some cool things, like it doesn't explain the amazing moment where the hero just flings his katana to the top of a tower to interrupt uh, the ceremony, which is amazing. That was good, yeah. But uh, you have, okay, you have the people from the Ming Dynasty, the Chinese people who are there in Japan. Um, right, they're looking for a child to fucking suck the blood out of. Right, they are looking for a boy because it's like once every a hundred years or something there's a boy that's chosen that you if you can if you can murder him and what do they do with the blood i don't know they make some kind of medicine they're calling the xian oh, the, the xian medicine, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. medicine okay. which made me think of xian famous foods a oh. authentic chinese food Good stuff. chain in new york <laughs> fantastic noodles anyway uh hopefully there's no child blood um so you've got the the ming people which is run by somebody named i think they call him like Byakumon or something in Japanese but it's like something with a B that old guy you know so you've got the old guy and then all the people in red including the western blonde guy the badass babes the guy who looks like a babe but has two swords yeah Uh, and they all by the way did you catch they're all doing drugs and they can't feel any pain yeah who is everybody like the chinese all the chinese all of the chinese people have this drug that prevents them from feeling pain and the only one who doesn't take them is a uh Ra-ra. blondie blondie over yeah. here blondie lou? yeah yeah lou short for lewis <laughs> i don't know oh wait but wasn't the they were also torturing a guy i also didn't right, okay. catch that either there was so, a guy that they were torturing who also took the drug right because he is he's from the ming dynasty clan he's from the red who is the guy they're torturing i thought they said he was a foreigner was well, from china yes yeah okay so wait who's tor- who's torturing him so the people who are torturing him <laughs> are the local uh, Lord, okay. Akai Okay. Akaike, yeah. So it's him and his uh, like right hand, who has like the sideburns and eventually kills him and, and is like, hey, fight with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're like the Japanese local. Um, because again, and the Ming is, are like staying with him because they're like, hey, help us out. Yeah, they have like a boy. Japanese. So there's a little bit of an alliance between the Lord and this. And yeah, but the, it's like a fake alliance because the Lord wants to betray them, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they are getting paid to help them, I believe. Yeah. That's what they're they're like protect the crate, and I think that has like riches for the Japanese. Mm. Yeah. Eventually, they do try to like I think hold them for more money, or it really doesn't last long that plan. 
So you've got those two. You've got the Chinese, you've got the local corrupt, because this is in the Sengoku era, which is when there was no united Japanese government. It was like almost 200 years, I think, of just little Japanese feudal states fighting each other. Mm. And they were constantly like killing each other. And it, it was like if, if like the mafia ran an entire country, although I maybe that's offensive. I don't fucking know. I'm very but there, sorry. But there was no, there was no emperor. It was just a bunch of lords. There may have been an emperor, but no one cared. I don't know. Okay. I'm okay. not. I don't think there was an emperor actually. Um, I believe the title for this in Japanese involves characters that translate to like no emperor, mm. but that might just be that the main character is a ronin, which means like a samurai who no longer has a master. He does his own thing. Mm-hmm. He can be for hire or whatever, a thief, assassin. I don't know. Um, so you've got those two parties you've got bandits just random assholes uh who end up i think trying to capture the boy at one point because the local japanese government is like if you bring me that boy we'll give you money yeah and then i think the fourth party i was thinking of yeah i think i was just thinking of i guess the boy and uh the boy well there's like the the buddhist temple that yeah yeah that's true that that monk is gonna help him out but then ends up betraying him we don't really see the the that temple like throughout the story like they just they just arrive there at at some point and then we see them again it's really just like they all basically are killed but they are but they are a faction that that is is in play and that's like the boy is technically from china which i guess is why they know of him and selected Uh, him is that he's that's why he speaks uh, he speaks chinese at some point right okay right and he he mentions coming there at some some age i think Mm -hmm. um and also, it seems that the main character, no name, Nanashi, uh, that he's foreign because he has like reddish hair technically, but he yeah. dyes it black yeah. with boiled nuts. I don't know what that is or how that works. I mean, that's how dyes work in general. You just boil nuts? Not not like in the modern world, but I mean like <laughs> like in, in ancient times, people invented dyes and stuff like that or like makeup and it was just like they would find plants or nuts or like just things in nature that you like do something to like you you heat it up or uh, I don't know, like you mix it with something or you wet it and like you create a paste out of it or something and you turn that into a, a dye or like that's how people made clothes clothing dye and like makeup and different things like that um uh and now we use like chemicals and shit but back then it was like natural shit that still probably wasn't good for you like people would put like i don't know like plants in their eyes that you probably shouldn't put in your eye for like makeup purposes or oh whatever. yeah they did lots you of know stupid <laughs> shit. we still do really we just we don't know yeah but there's at least yeah i don't know I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's actually better or not. <laughs> I think it's slightly better. It's, it's probably better. There's fewer instances where you put on makeup from a bush and then go, oh, fuck, I'm blind and just fall <laughs> yeah. over. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, this, but but yeah, yeah. But he said that he has to do it every 10 days or something like that. He has to, he has to keep yeah. applying. He has to keep applying it because it washes out. Yeah. And people it's get probably, freaked out by his red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're and not going to sta- try. And he stands out too. Right. Because he's already like a masterless, like, ronin but he carries a samurai sword you know and carries himself the way like i don't know in these jedi movies they always know who's a samurai they can tell how good you are by just how you walk Mm -hmm. and shit so he probably is just like it's probably better i don't stick out and look like fucking rironi kenshin right now (laughs) look like a special guy (laughs) yeah i don't i don't want to look like i I have main character syndrome (laughs) he already is like a little bit too rironi (laughs) kenshi-ish right he has a sword but after he does really horrible things that they smartly do not show us until the very end of the movie so we don't hate him uh (laughs) after he does all these horrible things it seems that he seals his sword shut by tying a knot in a way so yeah he's very rironi kenshin in that he beats up the guys but it's funny because he ties his sword shut that he can't unsheath it but he does does kill people yeah i i was like i after i after that i was like after like we he shows that he like ties the knot and then the the scene at the end where he actually cuts the knot and then he throws his sword and stuff i was like did he not use his sword before i thought he did but i guess not because he's just killing he he still killed one of the ming though yeah Yeah, by shoving his sword against his adam's apple he crushes his larynx oh but he doesn't actually he doesn't actually pull it out right the sword stays Mm -hmm. in the blade because he still like whaps like you can still hit people really hard with the sheathed sword Mm -hmm. that's a trope of like sword fighting stuff too 
So what's the promise that he made to himself? He said he made a promise to himself. Uh, Just that he wouldn't draw a sword anymore. Yeah. Because he, he feels bit bad about using violence. Then but I wonder, it? like, if you think about it a little well, more, it's like, how else is he making a living? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably got to put those skills to to use, but in he's probably so good that even if people in town are like, I need you to do justice, he can just hit them with this with this sheathed sword really hard and knock people out and all that. Doesn't need to unsheath it. But in the end he unsheaths it to save a child, which he probably feels like he is compelled to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's his way of maybe Scroll making a redemption amends. arc. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, in the flashback, it seems like he's ordered to behead children, I think. Yeah, seems bad. They they seem to kind of try and make us... They do this audience trick thing where he's like, he's like not sure if he's going to do it. And then one of the kids is like, just do it to yeah. him. And I was like, you didn't need to do Come that. Come on, you fucking pussy, kill me. <laughs> it's almost like the kid was like, I'm a little asshole. And then his head comes oh, I off. Thought that was and a, you're like, kid, good. A kid and his mom and her mom. That's what I thought. It was, it was. It was oh, okay, mom, okay. Yeah. Wikipedia seems... I think angry. it was the mom who called him a coward. Oh, really? I thought it was the kid. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, I thought... And then he kills... Because he, cause he kills the kid first, and then the mom is, like, crying. I could... I didn't know if that was the case. I thought it was the mom first, then the kid, back when I thought it was mom oh. and kid. But now I think it's sibling and smaller sibling. Oh, could have been. Could have been. that's what Wikipedia said, and they're never wrong. That, that might... That makes sense, too. True. They, they, look, they did look like either two children or a small lady... And her child. <laughs> Either way, he did a horrible thing, but he was just following orders, right? Yeah. I mean, back in, in those, yeah, I don't know. I guess considering his skills, he could have just like wiped out everyone that told him to do that. <laughs> he probably could have just fucked them all up. Uh, but he so, didn't. The, it's sort of a theme of the movie or like a running theme is like who, like which orders are you supposed to follow? Because he regrets following those orders. Luo Lai. Is that, how do you say it? Luo, I thought they were saying like Raru. The subtitle said Raru for the blonde guy. Oh, interesting. We Our subtitle said Luo Lang, which, and that does seem Luo to be Lang. how it's credited, but Japanese people have a different way of pronouncing the exact same Chinese characters that the Chinese use. Mm-hmm. And they don't always sound similar. Sometimes it's okay. like a consonant is totally different. Okay. Well, I noticed that he ended up disobeying orders in the end because he just wanted to pursue his own like desire to murder people or whatever. And yeah. then Itadori ends up disobeying orders to pursue like his desire for power. Yeah. Jirota follows orders and gets murdered immediately. Yeah, I that mean- monk follows orders and like betrays Kotaro and kills himself. So it's like I don't know like yeah. what direction they're they were going with that, but I I thought it was interesting that like everyone is like deciding mm-hmm. whether or not to be loyal. I don't. I, yeah, I'm not sure if there is necessarily like a a lesson or like an imperative here, but I do think that it is sort of being like, look how chaotic everything was back then because there was no unified rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, just from like glancing at some some pages online about Sengoku, it did seem like pretty nuts that yeah it's like yeah we serve the we serve this shogun or what well i guess those aren't the titles anymore but we we serve this per this person and then like they just get murdered and we're like we now serve this person yeah (laughs) and then you know the village is like okay who do who rules us now what's happening um and the only people who have like a boss that they follow like to the t are the ming and they just get tossed into this world of like competing loyalties and yeah. their own guy who doesn't give a shit about them luo lang yeah apparently in the sengoku era like the the only like rule besides like obviously like the tyranny of people who were like i'm your shogun or whatever now is there was also like religious groups that were sort of just like they would just follow local leaders or mm. their local temple or whatever uh and they would push back against you know whatever small government oppression was on them mm. um and yeah, the Buddhist guys do. Yeah, I don't even know if they follow their own morals. I guess not, because he kills himself, and he was pressured by the Ming or somebody. His to give boss up the kid. turned out to be an asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah, that big guy. Yeah, it was nice so that they it's like, like gave every everyone day colors. was January sixth. That's right. <laughs> Except uh, instead of swords, they'd be taking selfies in this anime. Right. 
getting epic photos inside the White House. Um, but anyway, yeah, it just definitely seems like a chaotic time. And I guess if anything, it's sort of like if you wanted to take a lesson from this, which I think is just mostly just, I don't know, a good movie about how, you know, strangers can be good friends. Yeah, they became, but it's it's cute because they kind of like, it's like they didn't like each other, but they still were friends. Yeah. Well, they know. had to, they, they relied on each other. It was like, hey, you could have, you should have come sooner. Well, you should pay me for this. And I don't know. It's, it's cute. Yeah. They kind of hate each other, but it's they like, have a soon like relationship. A, yeah. But they love each other. Yeah. The young boy, the older guy and the dog yeah tsundere is well, like love that dog the dog is great because the dog loves every the dog is just a love 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 relationship because the dog loves everyone and everyone loves he doesn't the dog. love everyone he only likes them too he well, attacks the, them everyone. too like he but the the dog warmed to the guy very early yes, on like the dog i think like i don't know maybe he's a, he i don't know he's a good judge of character you can just like yes. tell like this is a good this is a good guy this this is he can help us yeah, the dog get, got poisoned, and I was like, please don't kill the fucking dog. Don't do this. <laughs> uh, the poison worked probably too fast, but then they took it to a medicine man who was like, all right, I've done everything I can. I've never worked on dogs. Mm-hmm. Made me wonder how that dog was going to fare in the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> did you guys catch that they said something about like the person who decided who the boy was was a eunuch? Oh, yeah. uh-huh. I didn't know. So apparently eunuchs have been in China for a long time. That's been a thing that they've done they've recorded that as far back as 146 ad wow so it's not just the romans or whoever that thought like we need some guys without balls Mm. to do stuff um i know in like roman or greek i don't remember in those old times in the west they would do it so they could guard the women and they wouldn't try to uh Mm. take the women Mm. grope the women or whatever um so i'm not sure if that was quite the same thing they did in china but uh yeah, it's interesting watching this because it is nice that they have them speak some Chinese and the boy is Chinese and maybe, I don't know, maybe the main character has some Chinese heritage. But at the same time, like, I can't imagine this movie would do well in China because uh, no. they kind of look like sickos who do black magic on children. Yeah. And drugs. They, yeah. They build a giant tower. It's like one of the only obvious uses of 3- 3D graphics when they're going mm-hmm. up the tower. They build this giant tower with like a weird clock thing on it and they put a kid on a cross mm-hmm. and they're going to draw his blood at a specific time. Yeah, um, they, they do like some sick ritual. Yeah. yeah. They I, kill a bunch of chickens. But it's only every hundred years. Oh, those you were know? chickens they killed? I think so. And that's what the red out. came from. We, yeah, we couldn't figure out where the blood came from. They only do it every hundred years though. It's not like they're killing kids all the time. That we know of. <laughs> That's a good point. It's just every hundred years. I don't know. They didn't see that phase. None of them were like, "Do we really have to kill a kid?" They probably do it all the fucking time. It's because the emperor kind of said so. Yeah, they're just following orders. Um, it's yeah. I was especially a a a feature film anime, but often you know I try to picture things as live action, and it'd be cool because you you could put in you could actually put in like uh Tom Cruise or Matt Damon into this movie you know you could instead of people being like what is like the the last samurai type yeah without people being like did hollywood just insert this so americans would find it palatable you could be like nah that's what they did that's who this guy is i don't know and you'd have to force (laughs) him to learn chinese which would be funny uh but then to to play to play lu to play yeah (laughs) luo lang but then picturing it like a movie like this would have to be so high budget that they'd want it to like hit the Asian market and make its money back. And I just don't think China yeah. would go for this. They would have, they would have to make changes to the China part of it or something. Ah, uh, I don't know what you could even change. You know, yeah. how do you think this podcast does in China? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm working on getting us up on uh, Billy Billy, you know, some, some video content produced exclusively for the Chinese market. Uh, we're on Wei- Weibo, Sinoweibo, uh, shout outs to all my WeChat uh, chat members. I'm running out of Chinese <laughs> apps. Yeah, more I'm than out. I don't. I don't know anything. So you're good. It was good though. It's yeah. it's really interesting because there's a there's one bajillion more than that Chinese people, and there's all these apps and services that you have no idea exist, but are like just full of people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just like completely siloed off from yeah. the masses we see on YouTube and Twitter and stuff. They bleed over though. You'll see. You'll see Chinese users on there. Maybe they're Taiwanese though. The people I'm thinking of. Mm. Huh. 
Listeners, anyway. write in if you don't speak English. Mm. <laughs> anyway, what else should we talk about with this? I liked um, it. <laughs> talking about the temple, I think that's the only time that I thought the art looked dated. Mm. Like where it looked, the 3D just looked really clunky. I didn't notice. Oh, I thought yeah. that this was like modern. I thought that this was from the last like five years. Mm. I, I totally didn't notice. Yeah. Well, it's it's really, really well animated. I really liked, like, I, I noticed the backgrounds were, were really well done too. Yeah. It's just like, I, I noticed they, they just did a lot of things that showed that they cared in terms of, like, animating it. Like, the the last sword fight, like, the, the way there's the two, their two styles contrasted, like, his more, like, Chinese, more, like, elaborate, Luo Lang's more Chinese, more elaborate sword style. Oh, I didn't catch that. And then, that. like, the, the, like, flashes of metal in, like, the smoke were really cool. I liked Luo like, Lang coming out of, like, the, 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 the cloud of snow or ash, and his face just pops out. Yeah, looking fucking crazy. Yeah, he looks scary <laughs> with his fucking bangs. But there was just a lot of, like, nice little touches like that in the action scenes, which, yeah, which makes think... it look like it's, it's brand new, but it's, it's a little old. That's what's so fun about OVAs and feature feature film animes is just these little things that you know they get to do because they're given all this time and the best of the best is working on it. Um, yeah, I think um, the one thing I didn't love, but it wasn't that distracting, is they do a lot of moving camera stuff. I don't want to quite call it shaky cam because I can tell what's happening, which is unlike you know the the shaky cam craze that took yeah. like Born Identity and obviously Cloverfield is a big example. But mm-hmm. it is interesting how much you're watching it and thinking, like, is there a camera person in the anime? Like, why, <laughs> why, why is my view switching around so much? Right? If you watch mm-hmm. like an actual samurai epic, there's no usually no like swinging around camera. It's usually a pretty fixed situation. Yeah. Um, and it is interesting that I th- I forget if it was the director or the studio also did uh, the Cowboy Bebop movie. Oh. which mm-hmm. also has awesome animation, but it does like to make use of that camera swinging around. Where is Spike going to kick from? Mm. Do you think like the, the dark Knight also is shaky cam those movies <sighs> a little bit. It is funny that like in behind the scenes stuff, they're like, we invented a new type of martial art for Batman to use. And then the biggest times you see like unbroken shots is just him in like a nightclub where the lights are like half off and you can't tell who's hitting what. And you're like, mm. good job guys. <laughs> you invented a martial art so we can't see it. Yeah. That's one I particularly remember. Like what the fuck is going on? Dude, have you, have you watched that thing? Like it's such a trope to bring it up, but that, that, that thing from every, I think it's every frame of painting, the Tony Joe series where he just has clips of Jackie Chan talking about how he shoots action. No. I have to send that, that to sounds you. Sounds like something I would love. It's one thing that he points out that now like I like can't stop noticing it is like I don't know if I can describe it verbally, I'll try. Is like if you show a guy punching another guy and you see the fist flying and then you cut to another angle to show a wide shot of the guy like falling over and fall flying through a window or something. Mm-hmm. You don't cut right when the punch hits. Or if you do cut when the punch hits, what Jackie Chan would do was he'd say, now in the wide angle, show the punch hitting again, like back up a few frames and show it hitting again. Like in theory, it sounds stupid because you're like, but his fist was already at yeah. his stomach when we cut. Why are we now? Why is his fist now back a few inches? And he's like, your brain just can't process like what happened if you just jump, mm. if you just keep in the same sort of timeline. He's like, so when, when I show someone get punched in the wide shot, I have him start further back so that it, it, you know, but it's fast enough. It's not like boom, boom. It's just yeah. like it feels like one big hit, but you can tell through camera angle changes when okay, this guy was hitting that guy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that That's kind smart. of a thing. Um, yeah, and it's also like why, somewhat tangential, but like why 3D in films is really fucking bad. Is just like the human brain was not meant to when there's an edit, when there's a cut, to be able to like focus on two different planes at once like that. Like that's just not how our brains work. So it can give you a headache. Mm. It's just really stupid. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't really notice that in this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie it was it was fluid, and they you knew who was doing what, and yeah, it uh, it looked good doing it. But yeah, that tower did look a little bit like I'm playing Tekken Two or something. 
Yeah, shout out to Tekken 2. <laughs> shout outs to Tekken 2. Shout outs to Paul and King. Is was this based on anything? Nope. Okay. Nope. It's just like they made they wrote a movie. They it definitely movie. felt very Roroni Kenshin-y. Or at least the main character did. And the fact that he had red hair. Well, this stuff it is felt... all based on, you know, old folk tales and stuff, you know, and True. samurai movies of the 20th century. Yeah, I don't think it's like the most original story in the world. I mean, the the stuff that the Ming were trying to do was super weird and out there. But in terms of like somebody trying to redeem his past violent life by saving yeah. a child, like uh, it's not like totally off the wall. But I, I, I just think like it, it's a at its core, it's a pretty simple story, which I think is good. Yeah, because there's a lot of different kind of factions to keep track of anyway but like Mm -hmm. yeah it it is it is kind of simple um i was gonna ask so i didn't really understand this kid when he tries to hire um, like you know his dog gets poisoned and he needs to get to town and back to that temple um and he doesn't have a horse and so he pays the guy with like but just by showing him whatever that green thing was do we ever know what emerald i don't know i thought it was like a jade maybe maybe um that would make more sense if it's only one gold coin i guess so like my first question is like what is that thing it seemed like a stone i thought i thought it was a jade or something it it might be the nuclear thing that homer drops in the beginning of the simpsons that sticks to his (laughs) leg or whatever i think it's that nuclear crystal thing okay what is Um, that thing i don't know it's like the elephant's foot or something and then he's like, he's like, come on, man, you got to help me or else you're not going to get your money. And he's like, all right. And but then later on, he like doesn't trust the guy. He's like, you were trying to sell me like you're not going to get paid if you whatever, if you don't help me, whatever. And it's like, do you trust this guy or not? Because like, <laughs> if you're a little ass kid, he and you show him that you have something valuable, he can just take it if he's an asshole, you know, yeah. like <laughs> I think I think, yeah, that was just to characterize the kid as a kid you know yeah as just like dumb and bullish without actually stopping and thinking about the bigger picture yeah like what are you gonna do if this guy's just like all right well just give me that and i'm not taking you anywhere (laughs) i'll just murder you because you're a kid yeah it was yeah he was a little annoying in that scene i was like give it a rest okay yeah that's enough kid (laughs) shut up and i think uh nana she found him a little annoying too yes nana which one's nana here Nanashi is the main guy. Nanashi. It just Nanashi no means name. no name, and it is oh. a, Nanashi was the name given to if you have like unmarked uh, graves, like a John Doe. Yeah. Okay. Like dead dead soldiers who you didn't know the name for. Mm. That would be. The does name. he does he ever get a name? I don't think he does. No, right. He's never like my name's Larry at the end or anything. I think. I hope he would. I don't. I want to know why he didn't just pick a name for himself. He could have just picked a name for himself. Well, the kid says, "Come see me, and I'll give you a name." Like after he drops him off at the temple, so maybe he, he gives him a name one. as long as he doesn't die at the end. Do you, do you guys think he dies at the end? No, he might. It was interesting that when they're riding away, they do kind of tilt down to show you blood is hitting the snow along with the footsteps. Oh shit! I think you were writing, but yeah, but it's not a lot, and that. we know he was injured already. But it's just like it kind of ran in counter to him being like, yeah, that that it turns out that jewel you know, was worth more than anything because it protected yeah. him. And it definitely, you know, he was moving faster than, than Blondie after Blondie got his shit rocked. Um, but it was after him being like, oh, that gem really saved me. That they showing, showing the blood hit the ground, I was like, hmm, I wonder if he makes it. Oh, because I thought it was so cute at the end that the kid was like, okay, and after this, we can be like, <laughs> we can be bandits or pirates or <laughs> like we can go and we can do this and that and then we can go over here and we can, you know, we can go... uh to a foreign country and that way it, it won't be you won't have to dye your hair anymore like i thought that was cute but that's also like whenever you say that the person dies like in any movie or anything whenever yeah. you try to make future plans like that like you one of you dies um but i was like happy that that didn't happen because i was like this is just like you know a very violent but still kind of feel goody <laughs> i felt good watching this movie it, you know totally it's it's, it's <laughs> weird that yeah you do feel good despite Everyone is ruthless. Like, they discuss buying and selling children. Yeah. Blood sacrifices. <laughs> Dying just, and people's arms getting chopped off and shit. Arms just fly off this shit like they're fucking action figures popping out. 
everybody's burning each other's temples and houses and shit down. The kid bites a guy's finger off, and presumably because he's on whatever the fuck those drugs are, I, I guess it's just mm. angel dust or something. The guy's just sort of like <laughs> he's just like annoyed that yeah. his finger. And in the in the beginning, even uh, when the bandits are attacking, they like those guys on the bridge. There's a bunch of arrows in them, and they just sort of pull the arrows out, and they're like. Don't worry, Luo Lang's going to fuck them all up. And I'm like, you have an arrow in you. Because I didn't know they were on drugs yet. <laughs> just fine. I'm like, why is this okay? Did you notice? I didn't notice this until this viewing. But Itadori takes the drug too. Uh, I, I don't... And, I, that, that doesn't shock me, but I don't remember when you noticed. When, when did you see it? So it's in the last fight when he's like, come on, I don't feel a thing. I don't feel a thing. And then... He gets murdered by someone else. He gets shot, I think. Uh, you see that, like, the pills are next to his mouth. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, because he's like, you think this hurts? Which was, yeah. Because he, we don't see the fight, but he seems to have lost to Luo Lang, the blonde Chinese guy. Yeah. Uh, he seems to have lost in front of his students, which sucks. Uh, but then he's like, I whatever, I got stabbed, I don't care. And for a minute, yeah, I guess if I knew he was on the drugs, I might be like, Oh shit! Maybe he could win now that he's he's boosted, now that he's <laughs> base boosted ten decibels. But but then yeah, the uh, the leader of of the Ming in town just shoots him with a rifle, which I think is also w- what sets up when he's going to use it again on Nanashi. That's when the blonde guy slices the sword and his arm and, and his it, arm. Sorry, slices the gun and the guy's arm to be like, Nah, man, you're not ruining my fun. It was very funny. And he the kills him. Was like, hey, What are you doing? His arm's just dangling off like a loose chicken bone. So yeah. at, at that point, it wasn't even really about the boy, right? Like, he just wants to fight this guy. He's like, oh, let's just see who the strongest guy is. I Yeah, so it in the end, like, I think Luo Lang, like, got what he wanted. Like, he's... And I ended mm-hmm. up, like, just liking him at the end. <laughs> what? Because they, they, they both are kind of evenly matched. Like, they both would have died if that if the jade thing wasn't in his pocket. Yeah. I think so. That's and cool. I think like he just ended up being like a dude who wanted to fight. He didn't care about the kid in the end. He just wanted to fight and he didn't care what yeah. he had to do to get there. He's so he he's like came out a winner in the end, I think. He yeah. he did. He got what he wanted. He's like Kakihara in Ichi the Killer. He's like a Sado masochist, mostly masochist guy who just really wants to he really wants someone to cause him a lot of pain and he wants to lose and in both the manga and the movie Spoiler alert, when he's like dying in a very violent way, he's like, this is awesome because he's like, I finally feel fear and pain and stuff. Um, and yeah, that, I got to figure out where what is that trope of like a guy who wants like a formidable opponent, but doesn't even care if that means he's going to die and stuff. He's like, that's fine. I was looking for this. I also love. Uh, I forget when it's like around the end of the fight when he's like, how Hen Hao. What does that mean? It just means great, really great. Ah. I think like when he his face gets cut or something. Oh yeah, he looks very shocked was, that he got cut in his. It face. was such yeah. a sicko moment. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he touched his face and went, "Oh no no, ow ow ow, oh my god, I'm bleeding." <laughs> Would have been like like when an elephant sees a mouse in cartoons and freaks out. Yeah, that would be, be really good too. Yeah, this movie it's 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 very over the top. At times, you're a little like, I don't know how much of this really happened. Um, people constantly die <laughs> entire factions get wiped out I liked at the end when the girls were when the women were fighting and like just murdering a, a ton of people yeah I don't know how that axe boomeranged back to that one girl that was very curious there was one there was one girl with the with the bow and arrow and she was shooting people and yeah. the other one was just doing cool tricks and flips and murdering the guys yeah it was cool that they were yeah. in there they didn't they didn't have to do that I don't even know if it's historically accurate mm. But uh, they look cool. They did look and cool. And they did not shy away from killing them either. Yeah. The one archer girl, the way she gets hit with the arrow, it, <laughs> it felt like I was supposed to have 3D glasses on because her head explodes like right next to the <laughs> yeah. camera. You're like, whoa. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it was funny when um, Miles helped me. What's the uh, sideburns guy's name? Itadori. Itadori and Jirota are riding in. You know, they're intercutting between that and Nanashi trying to figure out where the boy was. And there's just like the middle of a conversation. He's like, will it work? And Jirota's like, well, you trained them. So I think they trust you. And you're kind of like, will what work? And then they get there. And it's so funny. The Ming are trying to be like, we have your boss. We're holding him hostage. Mm-hmm. So don't attack us. 
and then they just kill him with an arrow. <laughs> a, it's like the Ming must be like, uh, yeah. Well, the old guy was shitting bricks. <laughs> yeah, and then I, and then I think I think it's Luo Lang, the blonde guy, is just like, or someone is like, you see, like it's so, it's so chaotic. Like they make terrible hostages. Yeah, the the lords don't matter as much as our emperor. They're like. Yeah, it might not be Luo Lang because one guy says like, "Ruthless is the world of the samurai," and then he says, "Begin the ritual." I'm like, "Of murdering a child? Who's who's ruthless again?" Yeah, not like us, but w- <laughs> not like us. We got we built a whole clock tower for this kid. I mean, do you think it's a bit of a gamble, right, to be like, "We're gonna kill everyone's master because I train these guys; they'll follow me." When wasn't the mission to save the? The guy, Akaike? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he gets mm. kidnapped. Honestly, if I were in that crowd and they were like, who are you going to follow? Your dead lord or me? I'd be like, I think I'm just going to go home. It's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Though. What if they kill you for being a deserter? You might have to it's follow. True. But I'd also be like, I'm with you, except why are we doing this now? Yeah. What is the point? Because the reason why, I don't know how he gets captured, but like the lords, when they figure out when they know who the boy is, I think they want to capture the boy for themselves. And instead of just like hosting the Chinese or something, they want to hold the boy for ransom, mm. but he just immediately gets captured. So I, I'm like, did Itadori w- just to s- say, fuck, you know, fuck him. Fuck the Lord of the land. We'll take the boy for ourselves. Cause if I was a soldier in that so. army, I'd be like, why are we doing this? Mm. Yeah. I don't know why you would follow Itadori other than like, he's the guy who trained you, but Itadori he talks earlier in the movie about how he he just like is super ambitious and wants to be in charge of everything. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. I think the first half of the movie, I didn't really know who was what, and I was just enjoying the main characters, like acting and stuff, and you know, all of the aesthetics and the music and stuff. Yeah, it's a conversation he's having with his wife where she's like, Well, what are you gonna do with all your strength? He's like, I'm gonna go as far as I can. He will go the distance. Which is, you know, it's it is it's also funny that he leads them in there, and literally everyone gets murdered except yeah, like yeah. three people. But you know, they say a, a losing dog. battle is 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 one worth fighting if it's for a just cause? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I just wonder, I like, who's gonna stumble onto this fort and just find like a pile of dead people and go, like, what happened yeah. here? Well, they're all gonna be fucking frozen and buried in the cold. What if there was a after credit scene where just like some Japanese guy walks into that fort and goes, well, I ain't cleaning this up. <laughs> and then the movie ends. I would love that. Uh, the fisherman who who couldn't catch a fish because his line broke before that fight. Yeah, Poor guy. That was fun to see because, you know, th- that's a thing in movies where two people stare each other down and then an external like noise or force causes the fight to start. Mm. Um, the one that comes to mind right now is in Pulp Fiction when uh, Bruce Willis has a gun on John Travolta and then the toast pops up out of the toaster. <laughs> but in this case, it was right when the fish takes the bait, they start fighting each other. Mm. Yeah, it's a good movie. I think, even though I do love some of the 80s and 90s OVAs, I feel like I would put this above, like, say, Ninja Scroll or something like that. I don't know if I'd put it above Vampire Hunter D either one of those or anything but it's very good and yeah it flies by it does not it does not feel like as much as i'm enjoying the gundam series it does not feel like i mean they're they're two hour plus those gundam summary movies but those have so much happening in them yeah that you're like i got we have one more right we have one more i'm looking forward to it even though it will be long i am too Mm -hmm. just like for the sake of completionism i guess yeah Yeah. Um, and i want to like maybe it'll be a springboard for me to watch other gundam I'm hoping so too, but what I want to do is not to sound like a snob, but I want to like find someone who likes the original series and be like, you tell me what Gundams to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not that interested in the, the Gundam wing and the stuff that came out of that, that shows popularity, the stuff that's more shown any, I'm interested in the, the mature stuff. Okay. I like maturity, even if it's a movie where you're like, wait, why did we do any fighting? What was the point of all this? Still be mature. I do a lot of things for no reason. And I'm an adult. Anyway. I give this movie one name out of zero names. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. One sword in one sheath. 
I yeah, it holds it up. I, I really loved it, and I'll probably watch it again at some point in my life when I want to watch people get murdered or whatever. <laughs> You'll have to maybe give uh, give your son a few years to grow up, because several times watching this movie, I was like, this is not for children. <laughs> no. Despite having a child and a cute dog, it's not really for children. Yeah, there's like some scenes that could be for children. That dog it. is like extra, like more vicious than I expected. Like that's how yeah. just fucking go for your throat and like bite your throat out. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, that's why you have a so dog. But it's so cute. It's so cute. He's cute. And he's smart. When he's not yeah, destroying people. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he was like he wasn't movie dog smart. You know, he yeah, fu- he was like regular dog smart. He was like yeah, he was a dog. <laughs> I think a dog offering a fish, though, I think it's a little smarter than a, than dogs normally are. Oh, yeah. Why did he do that? Offering a fish I don't know why he would do that. I guess did he... Yeah, I guess they'd have to be smart if he recognized that the guy... Did the guy save him at that point? No. The no. guy was just there. The guy was just there. Yeah, he just liked him. Yeah, the dog was just like, you, everybody gets to eat. <laughs> the dog is just nice. Do dogs do that? Yeah, I don't know if The that's, dog is that's like, true. everyone gets to eat. You get to eat, and then I get to eat. By the way, you're our guest. The guest gets served first. I mean, it's very Ma- polite. Miles, you already saw this years ago, but Jackie, did you think that he was a blind swordsman at first? Who? Uh, the main character, Nanashi. No, but I was. I started wondering about some of the characters. I'm like, is anybody blind? <laughs> I, I, I thought. I thought maybe. <laughs> I thought maybe at one point I thought that Lu uh, Lu Lang. I thought he might be blind. Oh, just because he had blue eyes. No, well, sometimes he would walk into a room and his eyes were just closed, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> he was just know. pleased that someone might be able to beat him in a fight. Finally. Why'd you Why'd you think that this Why'd you think that? Uh... Well, he had the face scar that ran past his eye, and they weren't like white mm. eyes or anything. But he was also just sitting there, and then he's like, "I smell fish," mm. and I was like, "Can you just mm. look at him? Can you mm. See anything?" He, they didn't have them out at the time, but. Yeah, and he was just laying there off to the side. He wasn't looking at them. He was too busy being cool. I guess that's what it was mm. that I confused. I see. Yeah, that that's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> anyway, folks. Uh, it's a trope, so you might as well like look for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's yeah, there's the whole insane uh, series of films about. Oh my God, Zatoichi. Zatoichi. There's a lot of samurai anime that, like, if you have a samurai anime, at some point you're going to feature a blind swordsman. But they're all based on Zatoichi. Okay. Because here's here's probably why. Most swordsmen who went blind weren't that good. Yeah. Most of them <laughs> didn't have a long career. They were horrible. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Especially if there's an Eido character where you draw the sword up slash put it away. Um, That's all based off that shit, I think. Uh, anyway, listeners, we recommend it. It's on Funimation. Maybe your subtitles will sync, but it's only in English. So, you know. If you go into the Discord, there's a uh, a darker web link in there. Yeah, we have... You could find it. Just Google it. There's a fan-run Discord for this podcast. Therefore, the Discord server is called JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. There will be a link to that in the description of this episode. And of course, on Twitter, we are at JJBpod. Not really, of course. I haven't said that yet. Uh, and if you have any uh, long form thoughts, you want to recommend some other gorgeous, uh, bloody anime movies, uh, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Other than that, let's talk about what we're going to watch next week, which is probably something we've already mentioned. Ah. What is it? Next week, we will be watching Fate Zero. That's right. A show I've heard about, don't know anything about. Maybe you're excited, listener. Fate Zero will be what we watch next week. Probably the first three episodes. Okay. Uh, until then, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Goodbye. What? <laughs> Wait, did I get that backwards? No, you got it right. No. I just I didn't know why you were saying it. Yeah. Well, I... You know, if you're like in these warring states, you gotta you gotta be I careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Buy a Trust dog. No is what, I, what I meant to say is get a dog. A, a do- the dog is the only one in this fucking thing that's loyal. <laughs> get a dog and get a friend who knows how to fight. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yes, you've solved the puzzle of what the lesson about loyalty is, Jackie. It's just like, get a dog. <laughs> dogs yeah. are the only... Dogs are more loyal than humans. <laughs> yeah. Humans are loyal to themselves. Goodbye. Amen. Bye. Bye. Bye.